0: Well, yeah, we're definitely going to start with some cave
1: blazers for today.
0: Or for oh, the and we just one. found our new game of the month. It's uh Red Bull snowboarding. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Is uh, it on Switch?
2: Yes, yeah, it's, it's on Solid right Ooh. now.
0: <laughs> there you go. I'm probably going to get it because it's basically just like. 1080 or ssx on like easy 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 <laughs> mode like you it is hard not to land a trick and, and it's even also when you fail, you just keep going yeah it's also hard not to land a 900 or more uh, yeah i mean
2: it's that easy right 900s it's, are easy so oh I think, yeah i think john landed <laughs> a 2160 or something
0: yeah <laughs> just like it. oh yeah i had a penta like oh, backflip yeah. <laughs> 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 cuz it was it like from quadruple just, to penta <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hey everybody, welcome to Pursuing Pixels. This is episode number 25, and my name is Kevin Portelli, and I'm here tonight with our host, Randall Nollery. Hey everybody. DJ Mandolini. That is my name. Hi. <laughs> and John yeah. Hines is back <laughs> yep. for some more. Um, how are you guys doing tonight? Doing alright. Doing great. Well, I'm, I'm so doing in- <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> hanging in there by a thread. Randall's back, but yeah, he's still a little under the weather. A little bit. But uh but we're hacking through anyways. Thanks for sticking it out, Randall.
2: Absolutely. It's a good way of putting it.
1: <laughs> well, I guess we can just dig right into the game of the month. Uh for the month of October. We've been playing Cave Blazers, and I know uh I've been kind of excited to dig into this one because it's like it's one that DJ and I have put a ton of time into beforehand, and then Randall and John kind of came to this one fresh. I think I don't think either of you had played before I played making it the game of the month.
0: I I know that when you guys first got into it, you had me over one night and I played like a run
2: and you guys got to see me die real quick. <laughs> and what about you, Randall? Had you played before? Or? I definitely bought it on sale because you had talked about it previous and maybe I launched it, but that was probably the extent of it, to be honest.
1: Okay. And I guess just a, just a quick summary, although there's kind of a lot going on in this game, but it's like a, a procedurally generated, you know, roguelike rogue, rogueliked roguelike title. Um, that's kind of takes a lot of inspiration from Spelunky, Although it doesn't have that, like, Splunky has that, like, floaty, like, really fast pace control. This is, like, a little more methodical. You're kind of, like, gathering items and right. just working your way, usually downward. It doesn't necessarily feel, like, down well or anything like that, but you're usually trying to get to the bottom of each procedurally generated level, which will have an exit. And there's, you know, obviously multiple areas, multiple zones, um, and you're just trying to progress. And you're collecting different weapons, different upgrades, different potions that are also randomized each run. Um, and I, there's just a ton of randomness and there's a, it's one of those roguelikes that definitely depends a lot on what you're kind of given each run and you have to adapt, you know, to what items are kind of doled out as you break the different pots and pans and whatnot. But I guess I, I don't really know how to dig into this game and how, or how to
0: describe it exactly, but it has a, yeah a lot of different modes but i know that uh dj oh come is, on are you the only one who has beaten this game <laughs> no right
3: randall you beat it right <laughs> hell no <laughs> come
0: on <laughs> and and
1: i've put like 40 or 50 hours into this game. no you and i haven't. have not yes i have and i have not beaten it i just can't do it I, I get to like guys? the four. i think there's like what five or six different zones that have two levels each I think you can even tweak that, like how many levels are in each area and the custom settings and stuff.
0: Yeah, I I, I don't know if anyone else played around with like the customization settings. I know that it uh, bars you from unlocking certain things. Um, so like you can't just beat the whole game. But like I played a couple things just to see, like learn some boss like strategies or whatnot. Uh, I. I think, turned down, uh, like, enemy speed down to 90%, and I turned, like, item and, uh, like, uh, runes up by, abilities up by, I don't know, like, like double. So, like, I was able to get a lot of things and be a lot more powerful, and enemies were a little bit easier, but not too significantly. But, yeah, I I did that so that I could fight a couple different bosses, and it unlocked them in the, the log post, but I didn't really unlock any like, special abilities or anything
3: in the tree after that. I need to try doing that. Like, whenever they give you the ability to customize runs, like, I never take advantage of it because... I feel like I'm not allowed. To. <laughs> right. I, well, I feel that. the same there's, way. In, there's in like, like a default setting and that's like what
0: is like what the developers intended you to play the game as. Yeah. And I think they do even I
1: think this game does have some kind of like warning. It at the yeah. very least tells you that you can't unlock stuff. But I think it does say like only use this custom mode if like you are having trouble playing the game like we recommend. try. It says something to the effect, I yeah. think, of like, you know, play the normal difficulty mode. Um, and one of the things that I think is kind of interesting about this game is the enemy AI. I think uh, particularly like not all the enemies, some of them just kind of go about their business and kind of go about their general patterns. And, you know, they might like there's bats that are kind of hanging around that obviously if you get near them, they fly around and they kind of come towards you. They, they kind of fly wherever they want, sort of. But they sort of seek to you a, a little a bit set
0: pattern basically that they follow.
1: Yeah. But the like the goblins and the, the enemies that are on foot have like AI that's like actually like very similar to your character. I mean, they move around at the same basic speed. Yeah. There's even sometimes some like these like demon, like red or green enemies that cut like orcs or something. And they're definitely a lot tougher. Like they will sometimes like, uh, like parry your attacks. Like it seems like they're really hard to hit or I don't know if they're blocking them with a shield or it seems like it's parrying. There's like a big flash on the screen, uh, when it happens. But like, I don't know. The combat is is oddly satisfying in this game, at least to me, for like for a game that has like such small little characters. But something about like you, you really feel like you have to outsmart uh, the enemies a little bit because you, you just can't sit still for too long. Because even unless you're in a you know, if you've kind of cleared out an area, but enemies will seem to keep kind of like coming into the caves. Like you can't just.
2: Yeah, they'll see a
1: level. Yeah, they keep like just kind of. They don't let you be at all if they're anywhere, even remotely near you. Or I, I to be honest, I think even in a level, zoomed out, yeah, oh, yeah. like your so characters you see a lot. And that's that. that's kind of I think I kind of glossed over that point. But I was surprised by how satisfying the combat feels to me with how zoomed out, because a lot of times you want to have that like tactile feel. And it's like sometimes hard to even tell if you're going to be able to hit the enemy or not. Or like, where am I? Where am I in relation to these enemies? But for some reason, I do find it very uh, satisfying to
3: just kind of like hack away at. And all these enemies that they throw at you. Yeah, it took me a lot of runs before I could get a grasp on how the combat works or like, especially how like, you know, an, an enemy will be coming at you, but you don't know if they're attacking necessarily or not. Like, I, I think I it definitely took me a while to understand, like, OK, this this is what it means when they're attacking.
2: Right. But. Yeah, I was kind of curious too, did you guys use <clears throat> the projectile attacks more than the up close combat? Because that that's what I ended up doing most of the time.
0: I did for certain enemies. Like that ba- I would basically always try to take out a bat with like long range or right. something, but uh basically anytime it was an orc or like I don't know, the guys who have like little do they have Jason masks on? Something. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah, they have a little Their skull. Blue. Yeah, something yeah. like those like I would always just engage with like When like when they first noticed me, I would try to like land a couple hits in. But after that, once they got close enough, I was just like default to melee. Yeah,
1: Yeah. that's that's mostly me, too. Occasionally, though, but you're getting all kinds of different, you know, different bows or sometimes different like throw you can throw like bombs. It's like a little like slingshot bomb thrower. I never learned how to all different kinds of like uh, projectiles and stuff. Uh, well, they have like you can open up like a radial menu, and it, it it is a little bit tedious. Like you do have to you know pause the game and go into the menus, which doesn't actually pause the game. It sure like, does if not you're going into your inventory. <laughs> it's Dark Souls um, rules. So, <laughs> but I I really like that. You know, you never feel like you're at ease, other than like each little area. Like before you get to a boss or something, there's usually like a little safe area where you can kind of equip or right. eat some health items. But or whatever. even so,
3: they'll send down people. Like you you never really truly clear a cave like well even when you're in the boss area though like in when you're uh, just in that opening section
1: before you trigger the boss i'm dumb everybody (laughs) (laughs) no but yeah you're right though like if you if it'll like keep sending enemies into the cave and it'll even send unless you click like that little pumice stone or whatever it's called like it'll keep sending like allies into the caves too Mm -hmm. which i
3: turn off yeah oh i couldn't tell if that was making the game like harder or because, e- yeah because
0: you have like does adding an extra person increase the difficulty like or uh, like right and like so i, I felt didn't like, notice a diff. i didn't notice a huge difference either other than
1: that they would just pick up the items that i wanted and yeah then it's just like, die or something and it's just yeah it's just too chaotic so
0: you guys had better ai people than me because every single time i would come across an ai person i would just like get them like seconds before they died and i'd be like oh cool i I think that was my experience
1: see they would even like fight bosses with me i I had like two only a couple times ever
0: made it to like survive to a boss
1: yeah I've even had co- a couple times where there were like two or three with me at a time. Wow. Um, but I, I eventually turned that off just because like I, li- I like to play the game like kind of like DJ was getting at. Like I, even though that is the default setting is having these AI characters like allies join you. Mm-hmm. Um, and they again, they don't contribute that much. But just the fact that they can maybe fuck something up that you were had <laughs> planned or that, you know, when you are kind of like managing your resources and. And, you know, you don't get a lot of health items or at least in most runs every now and then you get lucky. And, and John mentioned like the runes that you get, which are essentially like your perks or buffs that you get on each run that are all kinds of different stuff, like giving you an extra jump or uh, giving you like the master sword perk or whatever that gives you like if you have full health, you get like an extra like projectile that doesn't go all the way across the screen or anything, but has like a little extra range to your melee attack. And again, there's just all kinds of different swords that you can get, all kinds of different spears, weapons. And then there's these shrines that you can, if you get two of the
0: same item, you can drop those yeah. items on the shrine. Those and get are like cool. a super powerful version of that. Um, I'm a big fan. It's a similar thing, like with risk of rain, like anytime that there's like a luck shrine or it's like. Hey, pay some money and maybe you'll get something. I was like, yeah, always.
3: Yeah. Always. They have always my entire Oh, oh yes. my gold. Come
1: on, man. <laughs> it depends because there's not some of the items I just found. I just never used. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you a lot of times you can get like a magic uh, like item that you also can use unless you have. There's a bunch of different like perks that you can unlock unlock from like the beginning as well. So you have like different abilities from the get go.
3: Um I'm trying to think there's a bunch of different ones. Yeah, I mean the one I used the most the traditionalist was where you don't have any magic items cuz I didn't really find myself using them that much or I or yeah. I guess it was it was just simpler for me to not have to think about that. Yeah. But then I'd be like, "Oh, if I can get another one, I'll just get the ankh to reincarnate me if I die and another thing I don't have to think about." i mm-hmm. I'm not good at multitasking.
0: But you beat uh, the game the, like one of the features was that you could uh it tracked how many different like starting runes that you beat the game with yes so yeah, but like how, many, how many mark. of those did
3: you beat the game with uh, maybe like seven or eight <laughs> <laughs> <just> like man <laughs> like I, i've
1: more. unlocked three come on i man. have most of them i don't i don't know if i have them all it's but i definitely have most Reno of them about. unlocked but <laughs> i do yeah I just I find this game so tough. Like I've never even made it to the final boss. Um, Yeah, I think I've I've gotten pretty deep in into a run, and I you know probably about I would say like my longer runs get close to an hour long. I would say, Um, so it's not a short you know a quick twenty minute game or anything like that. So you got you definitely. But it is easy to get
0: right back into another run. Oh yeah, that that was like a really nice thing about like at the very beginning when at least i was dying a ton was that like it every time that i died i was like okay well i can just like the investment was just immediate where you just like go right back in and like you can start right up over fresh
3: and it never like felt too overwhelming like it felt like you could just yeah. get back in like oh yeah okay like well i i fucked up i just won't fuck up again yeah <laughs>
2: so.
3: yeah and it,
1: d- it didn't feel like there were any necessary at least for me uh, like any necessarily like master build or like something that i was like this is what i'm going for every time i really was just can't r- control that yeah basically. so and and everything is like throwing you in a different direction like oh i got this spiked sword so now i'm like my attacks are a little slower but they're way more you know they do a lot more damage but now i'm I'm gonna focus more on ranged attack because I mm-hmm. like you know I'm not as nimble.
3: I mean, I I was noticing the first the first couple times I beat this game <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, that like I, I it did feel like there were I guess somewhat similar builds I was going for mainly like you know just equipment where the more kills you get with something it'll boost stats and mm-hmm. like I think. I had, like, my health up to, like, 400 on some of my runs. Just yeah, because there's yeah.
1: those items that are, like, every time you kill an enemy, your yeah, HP max, max yeah. goes up by one. But I it's love Super skull stick, oh, man. God, I love that. Yeah, and everything just stacks and stacks and stacks, so. Yeah. I'd say that, that was my most
3: common, yeah, thing to do is just go for maxing my health and just, because I'm going to take the hits. I'm yeah. going to take a lot of hits. Oh, yeah. Um. God, my first time I made it to the final boss, which spoiler alert has three phases. Okay, <laughs> yeah, uh, never mind. I I I was just sweating the whole time, and I died on the third stage. Uh, I, was, it, I had to put it down
2: for a cup, <laughs> like a day or two. <laughs> that was that was like an hour and a half run. I was so wondering. Long. So that's that's how long it took to get to the end end for you?
3: Yeah. Kevin, Kevin and I have like played together a little bit. I think I
1: play a little slower. Yeah, he's a little more methodical. Although I, I do think, like I said at the uh, off the top, or at least I think I did, like it, it is a more methodically paced game. Like you do have to, I, not, it's not like strategic per se, but I mean, there's definitely Kinda. some strategy. I, yeah,
0: you'd like, there's a pecking order on what enemies you're taking out. Definitely. Yeah, like that little blue jumper. Oh God, explodes, I hate that like, guy. Right on the first level.
2: Yeah. is that those the the bomb guys yeah uh, it's like a yeah
0: yeah
1: and one thing i do like is it does seem like most of the enemies you do have to like kind of study what they do but like the like that little blue guy will like flash real quick before he jumps or the bats will like
0: arrow like I, i that for anyone that does like a ranged attack you will see like just the same way that you will have a little reticle show up on screen they will too showing where they're aiming at
1: yeah, I I appreciate all the little like signifiers of like this enemy is about to attack. Like yep. it will just like flash real quick. Like I think even the bats like do like a quick flash before they like do their yeah. little yeah, dive they do. at you. So yeah, I like all oh, those yeah, little touches. it's also like
0: not really contact damage. Like right. it's all attack damage. Like you yeah. can run into an enemy and it won't hurt you. It's yeah. just once they're actually attacking you.
1: Yeah, which is nice. It feels nice to, like, just run through, like, a path of enemies just, like, swiping like crazy and just, yeah. just like, mow them all down. <laughs> and uh, you, I, I think you could turn off the blood settings, but there's, like, blood no. splatter all over the place. It's not, like, <laughs> it's, again, it's so zoomed out, it's not very gruesome, but it's just, like, man, you're just, like, man, I just tore this level apart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But there's, and there's like, you know, you get bombs and stuff. So sometimes there'll be like a little area of the level that's cut off, but you'll see like some extra treasure in there. Yeah. I I do really like that.
0: Yeah. Like a bomb will like actually change the landscape of the level. And
1: actually, I forgot about, but you can like blow up the altars by mistake or like blow up one of the healing shrines. I've had that happen a ton of times where like that blue bomb enemy, I'll be uh, like right next to the healing shrine. And not only does it hit me for damage, but also blows up the healing shrine oh. that I was planning on, you know, refilling my health at. So, they, yeah, there's just like I, I do like how and I guess that's pretty common with a lot of these roguelite titles. You know, it's like they're everything's kind of interplaying. All the systems are playing off one another. But this game really like takes that to,
0: you know, I don't know, the <laughs> as far as you can take it, I guess. Yeah i don't know that was that was like the main mode but like they also have so a thing that i played i think more than the like traditional mode was uh, as you play the game you unlock like different options like that you don't start off like you start off with just the base mode and then you unlock you like the pumice stone which you can turn off the ai you unlock uh yeah different loadouts uh, yeah like the loadouts was like i think that that's like the first thing that you get because you always start with the basic one uh, and then it offers you different play styles right but there's also an arena mode which is just a like enemy wave mode where uh you'll get into these smaller rooms like instead of a it level it'll just be a like a single screen that just has waves of enemies coming after you but after you play that one time, you unlock cards, which unlock runes that you have like that you could get from the start. So instead of you know starting with like this one rune that you have in the classic mode in arena mode, you can have up to five, I think, yeah or either five or six or something. but like uh you can have them like based on how many runs you do in that, you unlock like they come in card packs so that they're randomized, but you can like basically stack six of like the same type if you really want to start uh so like you have a lot greater customization and a much simpler like level construction than you know like a traditional like uh action rpg level so it's it's i i like that just because it was very simpler and less time consuming than like a run that would take me like 30 minutes and even with all those runes like arena mode is tough as fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> no it has a much like higher variety
3: of enemies i was just gonna say there's enemy. like enemies that aren't even in the game so yeah well and there's like you can't really you know run off like all the way to the start if you're yeah you're you're focused in on this place and you can't leave so yeah there's not a ton
0: you can do- you can run to the other end of the screen and that gives you a little bit of leeway in order to like dodge some of the more bullet heli enemies but like for the most part you yeah are just fighting and there's nowhere else to run health is scarce you just yeah <laughs> But yeah, at the end of each wave, like you get the option, like you can get a new item because you don't run across items randomly or runes randomly in the run. They only appear at the end. But like, I think there's like five that appear on screen and you pick one and then like it switches from items to runes and you pick one of those and you ca- you kind of get uh, a little bit more of like narrowing down to like what your play style is, even if you are a little bit at the mercy of what the randomization is. But I liked it a lot. I I found I like the classic mode was fun, but it didn't you know grab me the way that some of these rogue likes do. But like the arena mode definitely was something that appealed to me very much. So, huh? huh. I didn't even try that out actually. It's, <laughs> even after forty hours, <laughs> I I think you should. It's it's really fun. It's yeah, watching 40. you play a little, I wanted to. Check <laughs> it out. Hey,
1: did you try the arena mode at all, Randall?
2: Yeah, I tried it once. Uh, it it was a little too much for me, so I ended up just going back to the regular run mode after that I was I, like oh this is this is tough
0: i i think like similar to the classic mode it gets a little bit easier the more you do just because sure. of like you unlock more like packs of runes to start off with so then you can tailor it to your play style but yeah it is the first run you i don't even know if i cleared the first like
2: room right yeah i think that yeah, was my you- situation <laughs>
1: how do uh how do you all feel about the bosses in the game cuz i would say that's that if the, if the game has any shortcomings in my eyes that's probably the boss battles like they just seem like they kind of oh, <clears throat> pardon me there's there's a lot of them that are they don't take they're like very tough to damage or they don't take a lot of damage like if you you don't have a powerful bow or something like that like you only have a few small windows where you can actually do an attack and there i did actually figure out one of the bosses like there was one little mechanic where you could like land on its head in certain moments when i didn't realize that you could like Mm -hmm. knock it to the ground And they all do then do 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 weak spots they do but like i i just feel like some of the battles like really it like it slows down the pace of like i'm kind of have a have a i'm in a I'm in a mode when I'm playing the levels and then I yeah. totally shift gears when I'm playing the bosses. And I, that, I had that, that
3: problem kind of, with dead cells too. Yep, when, like, I was a just lot of about to say
2: echoes of the dead cells criticisms a little bit there. Yeah.
3: Well, the mechanics of the game for cave blazers, I still,
2: they fit better. They yeah.
3: fit. And I think it's actually nice to have like a dynamic shift for a boss. Like I think it should feel different and more significant. So
0: I but guess it, uh, there, there was at least one boss that I I know I went into and i like, at least it was the first time i had encountered i think it was the worm boss and Mm. like i had like no means of attacking it because like i had put everything into uh i don't think i had upgraded my sword at all and i was just in like long range mode and it was moving too fast for me to land a single hit so i was like it was over well it wasn't over very quick because i was good at dodging but i could <laughs> not, i could not land a single hit so mm-hmm. it was that was a very frustrating time for me but at the same time like i i really like what like the spider boss and i thought that was a really well made boss and i feel like if maybe i had encountered the um like worm maybe later and i had a little bit more varied loadout Or, you know, who knows? Maybe I would have, like, gone even further uh, down that road of, like, only upgrading my, like, range of weapons and I would have been even more screwed. But I I kind of liked the fact that, like, you know this is the loadout i had planned for and done and then the game's just like yeah but you messed up (laughs) yeah well i guess yeah you got you
1: do have to keep in mind
0: like i can't just load out
1: and keep the items that are because you do have like a limited amount of space in your pack you know it's a you gotta can fit a lot of items but once you've cleared a few stages you're like man i have to start dropping some you know um but i feel like I i don't know i just feel like the bosses. I like the idea of having to shift gears and stuff, but I just feel like they I I don't know. I I don't think there's any of them that that I enjoyed battling. Hmm. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. What about you, Randall? Do you have any thoughts on the on the bosses? Like, I I didn't see the final. I
3: did make it
1: to bosses.
2: I I beat like what I think is the first boss a couple of times and then petered out in like the next level or two after that. But. Yeah, and, you know, and I had my little pea shooter arrow that I was shooting at and doing <laughs> whatever, six damage at a time for yeah. a couple of minutes or whatever. Kind of the it's, it's same experience where it, it felt a little anticlimactic, especially the yeah. second time, and it was kind of the same experience, but. You know.
1: Yeah. And I, I do appreciate that they do shuffle the bosses like that's one thing that some rogue like when we talked about Blazing Beaks, it's like that is like the same you play this level, you're going to fight this boss at the end every time I do like that you'd never know what boss you're going to fight. Um, but yeah, but the fact that I don't really like fighting any of the bosses, <laughs> you know, it's a little bit of a bummer for me. But I, I wouldn't say that's like a huge I, I would say it's a smaller portion of the game other than potentially the the final boss battle if it's like a bigger three stage boss fight but i think i think the exploration of the caves and that that seems to me at least at least for me that's what i latched on to with this game i should say yeah
3: we were we were hunting secrets too for a while i
1: forgot yeah we didn't even talk about there's like each stage kind of has its own secret which is just sort of like cryptically hidden in the level that you just cut like on the first stage not to i guess to spoil things spoil it but like uh did anyone else find that secret other than DJ? No, I? I didn't
2: know that secrets were a mechanic. Tell this. me what it is and I'll see if I accidentally found it or not.
1: There's like these so I'm like the some of the ceiling tiles they'll be like these like slightly etched into the ceiling like you can just see some kind of marking on the tile and if you hit it with an attack of any kind, I think even if an enemy hits it with an attack, but if you shoot it with an arrow, they'll like light up white and they'll also go back to if you shoot it again, it'll go back to darked out and then it'll like light back up again but if you get all, I think there's five of them or something on the first stage. And if you hit all five of those, there's like a secret door that opens and it almost go, takes you to like an arena mode type stage. It's like a Hmm. single screen level and you have to clear like four or five waves and then you unlock. I don't know what they're not called runes. They're called something else, but they're like modifiers of like
3: the actual gameplay. Yeah, like oh, wow. even harder ones. No, <laughs> wow, <well>, good. <laughs> like,
1: like what, are, what what are they? I forget what they even uh, are. I'll I, unlo- I, I unlocked that first one, but it's like it's. I think it's something like take double damage or you know yeah, or sure. something like that. So it's definitely like if you want to add a little extra challenge to the game. So, mm-hmm. but I really liked how they were hidden. Like because when we were playing DJ and I played a bunch of co op runs uh, a few months back. And uh, we were just like trying it like we would keep playing levels over and over. Like, where is the secret in this level? There's got to be something because we had found a couple and we were just like, there's OK, so there's got to be one on each like zone. So what are we missing? And I-, I I have only found
3: that first one still. So I had to look up one and I'm very upset about <laughs> <it>. <laughs> to this day. Um, Speaking of the co-op, how did you feel about uh, how the the screen kind of breaks off?
1: I like it and I don't. I don't. It can be distracting at times. It's it's one of those like dynamic split screens where like if DJ if we're both on the same screen and near each other, it won't be split screen. But then if he runs off to the top of the cave or I start going down and it'll actually like not only split the screen in half, but it'll like, you know, the the actual tilt of the line dividing. Oh, the screen wow. will shift like to give the best. I guess, the best view. So, like, if the DJ...
0: best 50% view. Ex- yeah. you know, Essentially, yes. Yeah, so you can still you. see, like, a...
1: You can still see up and above and
0: or below you and, you know, or whatever. God, I'm just imagining, like, if you, like, fell down a... Yep. Like it's a little disorienting. Like, oh, it can, it can oh, definitely be a little
1: disorienting oh. at times. Although, I'd, I think if you... If the plan is to mostly stick together, it's it's not too bad. But it definitely did. Uh, we have conflicting playstyles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It definitely. It, every time we would play, I would definitely be like waiting for like, okay, now I got to do a, a real
0: run. <laughs> wow. That <laughs> was that was one thing that I kind of forgot about was when you mentioned like that. You know, the level structure is almost kind of like descending into these levels. Like it, your jump is also never like. Uh, great enough that like you can always go back to like the beginning like sometimes you will fall down a pit that you just can't like wall jump your way back up right or so like it does like kind of incentivize or like force you to have these constant forward progress so you can't if you miss something and you fall down like a pit like you're out of luck
1: but you can get like an ascension orb or something like that throw that on the ground and that will like i think just go to like a straight like levitation beam that will you take can you up to the not ceiling. Not know how to throw items. <laughs> throw
0: an ascension orb into a wall and be
2: like, "Oh, cool."
1: It's a little clunky. That I will say, uh, like it probably feels a little better on PC maybe to play um, to like manage your items really quickly with a mouse and stuff like that. I could see that working maybe a little bit better because mm-hmm. um, there are times. And again, one thing that we didn't mention too is like the potions. Like every run, I think I mentioned briefly, but like it'll be there's all these there's probably like 12 or 15 different colored potions Mm -hmm. but like every run like there'll be a lime green potion or a blue potion but like those all get shuffled what they do kind of like toe jamming oh yes what they do each time so like it might be a positive effect it might give you a stat boost in a bunch of categories or it might do 20 damage or it might set you on fire for some lower your max hp there you go so but then on that run, every subsequent you know blue potion will be the same, but it is a little bit of that trial and error uh, every time you start fresh, which is at first I didn't think I liked, but I, I've grown to to like that mechanic. It's a rogue like baby. Yeah, <laughs> very much. Yeah, it definitely a lot more so than some of these rogue like titles oh, yeah. or you know that get get given that name or whatever that genre. Yep. Um, I'm still I think waiting one, for
0: a platforming rogue like where you're an ampersand. <laughs> You're fighting against uh, an at symbol. <laughs> I don't know if I get it. Oh, no, that's the, like the rogue. original rogue. Oh, yeah. okay. Like Got it was all ASCII. Oh, art. that's um, right. That's right. Yeah. Now I feel like an idiot.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, did we have anything more to uh add on to Cave Blazers there? I know we've been talking about it for a while here, but. You guys have some homework to do.
0: Okay, fine
1: <laughs> beat this game. <laughs> yeah, Not I do want homework. to. I still want to. So I, I, this is one that I've had just kind of like chipping away on the back burner, like when I don't know what to play or I, I have a couple hours to kill and I, you know, I don't want to sink my time into something new. It's one that I do pick up and play. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, every now and then, pretty often. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I don't know if I'll ever beat the game, but I'm definitely going to keep playing this game. Yep.
1: Same sweet well hopefully we'll follow up on this one with some some (laughs) victory in the future but uh i guess we can move on to what randall's been playing although he didn't get to play too much uh getting over this cold here but uh why don't you fill us in on the newest uh, nintendo
2: release randall sure i don't know if you can hear dear listener but yes i am still (laughs) sick been sick for a number of days uh basically I've been sick since Ring Fit Adventure came out. Uh, <laughs> this game makes you sick. <laughs> this game makes me so sick. Um no, it is an uh exercise RPG. Uh if I were to kind of sum it up with a tagline. It's a Nintendo developed, which is fun. Uh I'm someone that had previously bought both uh versions of Wii Fit, the original Wii Fit on Wii, and then the uh, Wii Fit Plus, I think it was, and mm-hmm. Wii U. Mike, I think I've got that right. Oh, I didn't even realize they had a version on the Wii. Oh 8. yeah. You gotta break your balance board back out, man. Come on. <laughs> I never got
1: one. I never got one. You never got a balance board? I never did. I actually just saw one at the thrift store the other day and I didn't I didn't know if it had like all the stuff it needed, so I didn't get it. And it seemed kind of gross, but it is
3: probably gross. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. You could clean that sucker up though.
1: Yeah, I should have picked it up. But anyways, yeah, never, I've never played any of these Wii Fit or any of these, you know, other than the Wii Sports stuff that came with the Wii. That's all the, the like, sports Nintendo stuff I've played.
2: There were some fun mini games in Wii Fit. Like, there was one where you uh, controlled a penguin on ice and you kind of controlled the ice and you can kind of flip it back and forth with your weight and collect all the fish and stuff. Yeah, it's good, a good time. Um, but we're not talking about Wii Fit and penguins <laughs> and fish. We're talking about Ring Fit Adventure. So, uh Very brief impressions, because I only played it for the first night that it came out, and then, like I said, got super sick. So it comes with this uh, ring con, they're calling it. Uh, which is about a foot wide uh, resistance band. That's this big circle that one of your Joy-Cons kind of clicks into and serves as a controller. And it also comes with like a leg strap that another one of your Joy-Con kind of goes into a pocket of and goes on your thigh um, so that it can sense uh, your movement when you're kind of moving your legs, whether you're jogging or, or whatever you're doing in the game. Um, so with these two things, those are the only things you use for input. So you never really have to touch buttons once you're in the game um, to uh, accept to move on. You kind of push the the ring con in which it's a resistance band. So it takes some effort just to say, OK, um, <laughs> do you ever
0: get too tired to like accept a menu? I think
2: item? you could. Yeah. <laughs> What I will say, Nintendo's always really good about accessibility, so as you're, you're setting the whole thing up, it's asking, you know, uh, like height and weight and build stuff, and it's, it's letting you say, like, all right, push it in until, like, you can't, you know, hold it for any longer, and we're going we're gonna to have you hold that there for, like, five seconds or whatever. So, like, from that point on, you can kind of set what level of pressure feels comfortable for you, nice. um, how easy or hard you want it to be, how strenuous. Um, so I made it pretty strenuous, just so like, yeah, I want this to be a workout thing for me. Um, and I played the first few levels in kind of the first intro tutorial world just to see what it's about. It's kind of a third-person perspective behind your character on this preset pathway. And to move, you have to pick your legs up. Like, you're, you're basically, like, jogging in place. Uh, and that's the advantage it has immediately over We Fit and the balance board is with the balance board, you can never pick your feet up. You're only right. shifting your weight because they were afraid you were going to break the balance board. So now with this, it's just a, a thing strapped to your legs. So you can pick your legs all the way up and it's measuring how high you're picking your legs up. You know, is it just a, a light jog or are you just like doing leg lifts on this thing? Um, and you can go fast or slow kind of through your path. Uh, you're seeing things on like the side of your path. Often you'll be in some like outdoor environment with kind of a cool cell shaded looking landscape. There'll be things that you can point your ring con at. So you're kind of moving the ring con back and forth and like shifting your body around to point at stuff as you're walking or running. And as you kind of push your ring con in, it's shooting out like a gust of air or something that's giving you coins or points. If you aim it correctly at stuff that's going by. Um, which is really cool. It works really well. It seems like the, they nailed the uh, the control feel of it. So you'll come across different uh, different enemies that all like re- they resemble different things you'd find in a gym, like uh, like a dumbbell or like a yoga ball or something. And they have cute names and cute faces. And to fight them, you're literally in a turn based RPG battle, doing like yoga moves or overhead presses or something that you have to hold and do reps of. And how well you do those reps depends on how much damage you're doing to these enemies. So it's pretty cool. Right. It's something I see myself playing more. And like you're leveling up like a JRPG, you're playing different levels. Um, it's getting you to use proper posture and learn these like yoga poses and different things while you're playing an RPG. So uh, I'm definitely excited to play more of this.
1: Yeah, it definitely seems a lot more interesting to me than like just like whatever we you know, again, I didn't play Wii Fit, but like what it seemed like it was offering on the surface, at least like I, I actually didn't know about like the Penguin oh, yeah. games or anything like that. But like what it just seemed like, I don't know, it seems like they found a way to kind of build the workout experience into an actual video yep. game, even if it's I'm sure it's not. As fleshed out as, like, a full-blown JRPG, no. but it's, you know, it's it seems like they're doing something that's keeping you engaged as opposed to, like, I'm just looking at this, like, drab, gray and white wee Fit lady right. mm-hmm. that, you know, something about the visuals, like, it just didn't seem like I was, like, in a video game world, which is most of the time why I'm playing a video game is to escape <laughs> the real right. world, so...
0: Yeah. And I like that. I know that there are like some workout apps that you can get on your phone that you're like, oh, this is me leveling up an ability if I like run with this or if I like do this many setups. But like having an actual like first party developed Nintendo game that has a fleshed out world and mechanics like I can see myself using that actually way more. I I, I think I am planning on picking this nice. game up and doing it just so that I have like, you know, some incentive to do some workout also during my game that's time.
2: that's where I'm at too, too. honestly like I've, I've got a, a young kid and a family and pretty busy these days but this is something I can fit into my life without leaving the house to do a workout while playing games and it seems like yeah. it'll fit that need maybe it won't be quite as strenuous as going to the gym but
0: oh yeah I I, I don't expect it to you know fully replace right. but I think it would be a nice addition
3: And do you feel like you are playing a game? Like, I think, you know, one of the biggest hang ups for me from, you know, doing actual exercise is just getting bored. Like, I think this does sound like an appealing thing, but. You know, does it feel like a game or do you feel like you're just being told how to work out? Essentially? <laughs> I would say
2: it's probably a bit of both there, because um, like once you get into those battles, it's like you have to do workout poses and it's pretty explicit about that. But you're able to select what poses you want to do and things like that. So you, you're not always doing the same thing in a workout over and over again. Um, and there's enough like little gameplay elements especially when you're in the overworld and you're kind of looking around this level to collect the little MacGuffins or whatever that you might've missed the first time around. That part is definitely more video gamey. So there's, there's kind of, there's some of both there. Nice. Can you also grind in the game? I I have a feeling you probably can based on what I'm seeing so far.
0: If I, if I can focus on my legs and uh, (laughs) make sure that my character can gain some, some get swole. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah maybe they'll incorporate
1: this into the next uh, paper mario because i love you know it's i love having those like those actions like incorporate like i love having even just hitting a button yeah. mm-hmm. that it corresponds with my action in the rpg so like i kind of like the idea of like actually doing like hey i got to hold this squat well, I'm, you know, squeezing this ring, together, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, like actually actually doing something physical and seeing it manifest on the screen. There's, there is something cool about that. I mean, there is a reason why even the Wii took off just oh, something yeah. about hey, I'm holding a controller and I'm like sort of doing the motion of throwing a bowling ball and hey, I yep. get a strike. You know, there's uh, there's yeah. something about that that is compelling, even if it does seem like it might be a I don't, I don't want to put slight on this game that i haven't even played but i like it seems like it could be like a dumbed down rpg you know but it, I, I don't mean that as a slight necessarily right. but yeah it's kind of cool I, I like that be
3: very interested if they can find another way to use these rings <laughs> I know. Nintendo's Just, for I, this yeah game. and
2: nintendo's usually pretty good about that like even with uh
3: pretty good about making three
0: uh, games yeah, <laughs> by any given periphery. even with yeah, the yeah, one board, thing i'll say too is that,
2: is- though they used it in some other games like uh we punch out wasn't that tony like, hawk's Downhill yeah. jam was <laughs> yeah. that? Oh, geez, yeah, yeah. I forgot they used that in Punch Out. That was a cool feature. There was a couple other things I too. Know, I think they, they used it. Maybe one of the WiiWare games or something. I don't. I don't quite remember. But I get one. Oh, man. I guess one more quick question. That'd be a good I,
0: indie game if oh, someone made an indie game that had used that controller.
2: I I don't I'm
1: sure someone will figure out a yeah. way. Um, I one one other quick question uh, is just like so. You're you're saying like you're you're having to like run in place pretty decently. Yeah so is would this game not be conducive for playing in an apartment if people live below you They
0: specifically advertised i think a an apartment setting that was like a non or a low impact
2: exactly that's
0: really cool that's awesome it was specifically like instead of like jogging it was like i don't know like 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 I i forget what the other things but yeah it replaced anything that involved like jumping or feet leaving the ground with just like holding like uh like tension in the like ring controllers. well it, at nice. least and right.
2: i have a feeling that would be like you did with the balance board where you you can still shift your weight and kind of move in place without making a lot of noise or like you know really slamming on the floor yeah so it wouldn't surprise yeah, okay, me that, that's that.
1: really good that's good to know, because that, that was something that I, I seeing the videos of people playing and like literally running in place. I'm like, OK, I for sure like I have pretty squeaky floors in yeah, my apartment. Yeah. I'm like, there's no way in hell I can play this and be an even decent neighbor, let alone <laughs> a good one.
2: Yeah, but there's more to come there. So, I will be playing more of this when I'm finally not sick. That is that's for sure. <laughs> and so more to come, listeners. I will tell you more about this game.
1: Awesome. I'm excited to hear more. And I'm excited to talk some more about uh, some or not some more, but some initial thoughts on uh, Race the Sun, which we all played a little bit of while we were uh, waiting on Randall to give us a buzz or at least give us the thumbs up that he was ready to go, uh, which I played a little bit last night, just kind of on a whim. It's been sitting on my PS4 for God knows how long. I I bought it on sale for some cheap price (laughs) whenever I saw it. And it's this is just like an auto runner. A three-dimensional auto runner. And you're not running at all. You're like an a, auto flyer. Yeah. You're like a, almost like a hovercraft kind of. And you're just like, it's like low poly, like gray, almost like black and white in color. And it's like you're just kind of like zooming. Although there are some there's different zones that have. Yeah, we were unlocking things
0: at, like that were brand new as we were to all of us. It.
1: Yeah, because I like I said, I just played a few runs last night, but you're just kind of like zooming through at a really fast pace. And the basically the core conceit is like the sun is just setting on the horizon in the distance and you're racing towards that. And there's a few pickups that you can get that will extend the time like you're, you're I think once the sun sets, which I've never made it that far because I <laughs> die before that every time. But uh, once the sun sets, you're out of time, I guess, and like if you're in the shadows, so there'll be like pillars and buildings and stuff blocking the sun, or tunnels that you might go through. And whenever you're, your your uh, vehicle is solar powered, so whenever you're in the shadows, you're running out of like momentum and running out of steam, and you're basically just zooming ahead, avoiding obstacles, and you get a few new abilities. And I think there's still some more to come. Like there's all these different challenges that are like, you know. Do if you're if you're going really quick to the right and then switch directions, you'll do like a barrel roll. And one of the challenges we saw was like do 20 barrel rolls in one run. And I managed or, to do
0: two before yeah, I died. That, that so. was a
1: tougher challenge. Like it seemed like there's challenges are ranked between like you get one, two or three points. And then all of those points go towards like a total meter at the top that then unlocks like new perks that you can slap on your ship. Like I think we got one that now uh, you've also unlocked the ability to jump which you have to, like, collect these green uh, things that are in the level, like glowing green, I don't know, diamonds or something that you have to pick up to then get a jump that's just, like, a one-time use kind of thing. But then we unlocked a perk that lets you add an extra jump or, like, you can stockpile up to two jumps. Uh, So it seems to be throwing new ideas at us as as we're playing it. There's definitely some more stuff to unlock, so we also have not uncovered everything this game has to offer. But I was, like, pretty initially or immediately... Hooked, like I was just like, every time I died, I was just like, oh, like it's just like it's an immediate. You just slam into the wall, and you're immediately your vehicle just blows up. There's like there's no room for error. You can maybe nick the edge of something, but but that's about it. But what did you
3: guys think after playing just a little bit? I love highly mobile games. Like the 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 fast pace of this like made it really addictive for me. So yeah, like it was really hard to actually give up the control. Uh,
0: But it was it was really fun also like unlocking new things because it was brand new to like DJ and me. And but like every time that like something else would we're like, ooh, we unlocked something that like opens up a portal to a new world. And then like that like as soon as like DJ first went through that, like suddenly it went from being this very like gray and like like low poly world to like this like I think it was like pink and orange, like looked at, and it had buildings in it that were way more than just like a a simple rectangle like they had windows and roofs and you could see like it was just like it real like as soon as that popped up like i think all of us were like
1: ooh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah and there is even like we saw there was like kind of like it's not an endless mode per se but it's kind of like a chill out like it's you're not going for high scores and that was like a way more colorful level as well and one thing that's cool is like the game is procedurally generated but not each run it's procedurally generated every 24 hours so like you can start to like memorize like when I was playing last night, I was like noticing like, hey, if I go way off to the left, I can like pick up a few extra like time extension power ups over here, which again, don't matter because I would die every time anyways. But, you know, you you can kind of like learn the roots a little bit. And there are like there's different zones. So like the first zone is like decently challenging, but pretty bland. And then like as you get to the second zone, there's usually like these windmills that are rotating around. So there's like more dynamic stuff going on, like. DJ of course got further than any of us, and like as he's zooming through, like the, he got to like some stages where there were like these cubes, these like giant cubes that were rotating around, like that you have to weave between. And there's no, you can't like hit any of the triggers to like do like an extra like hairpin turn or anything like that. And it does have, a, John mentioned or at least asked, and it has like a little bit of like a Star Fox vibe in look, although not necessarily in gameplay. You're not shooting at anything, and you're you're just weaving between and the the control the steering feels pretty heavy i would say like you yeah, you yeah. can't like immediately change direction so you like
0: you, you commit you, yeah, so you have to kind of make decisions. a plan
1: you have to you have to be seeing in the distance okay i'm going to kind of go that route and uh but you're also you do need to weave through some tight spots and again you get that jump ability or dj uh we unlocked one more ability that like gives you one essentially one free hit like you run into a wall and then you like kind of respawn right above that wall um, but yeah, just uh, it's another one of those great, you know. I've mentioned before on the podcast a bunch of times. I love those like high score chasing. Um, and there are leaderboards that are for each day individually, which is kind of cool. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I just I just get sucked into these. Like, oh, I can just pick it up, and the runs, unlike Cave Blazers, being maybe up to an hour and a half. This is like one run is like two, that's three nice. minutes, yeah. <laughs> and, and that's if you're amazing at it, you know. So. I I think it's really interesting. And then the the only other thing is you're just collecting those like blue little like pyramid. uh, I think they're called like Tris or something like that in the game. But like every five that you collect, um, your multiplier, your score multiplier goes up, um, which I think is just otherwise going up as you travel over distance. So Um, and then if you clip a wall, like again, if you if you hit a wall head on or any kind of obstacle, you're done. Like there's nothing you can do if you barely like nick it with the side or like one of the wings of your ship then you just lose your score multiplier but
3: see i'm not usually one to like do these high score chasing games but i feel like whenever you guys introduce one to me it's like okay well i'm competing against my friends and like <laughs> we're, we're all like sharing this experience i it, need them to know
2: i'm objective yeah.
3: better. <laughs> you already know no, i need that. to put <laughs> them in <their> place <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, I I
1: will say, like we were saying, I think what I, I think I said, like, it's this would be a great like I don't always think of these kinds of games as like a good party game. Like I always think of like, oh, something that's like four player Mario right. Kart or whatever. It's like but this one player where the runs only take one, two, three minutes at the most and you just pass the controller it's around perfect. and it's right. so right. simple yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, move the joystick like you do not have to really know how to play video games to play this game. Really? I mean, so I I do like that. And another thing that I know I've brought up on the podcast is this game does have VR support on the PlayStation four, which is where I'm playing it. And you can go into first person mode and just like the sense of speed is like almost doubled just by clicking it into that first person mode. And like I for a quick second, I was like, oh, I want to do this in VR and I still do want to try it. But I think it would be terrifying.
0: Like, even though it's yeah. very abstract and low poly, but just like. there's Um, something like about having that first person mode where like having something that because you are going at a very fast pace and you don't have control over your speed you're just constant you're just zooming and just like seeing something come up like over the horizon and know that you're gonna hit it (laughs) is like terrifying and that's the feeling i love about this game is like you usually like we said you kind of
1: have to be deliberate so you usually have that split second while you're still playing but you know you're gonna hit the wall like Mm -hmm. you know you can't do anything to avoid it but you're still trying to and that's just i don't know it's just like it's one of those that keep me on the edge of my seat it sounds intense for
2: sure i want to check this out yeah
1: it it's It's good it's really fun yeah i'm i'm i don't like i said i don't know when i picked it up (laughs) and i've had it sitting on my uh, ps4 i think i've got
2: it on my library too i wonder if it was a ps plus (laughs) game oh
1: I don't think it was because I think I bought it, but maybe it was. It might have been one of those like cross play games. But DJ's always on top of the PS Plus and he's shaking his head at me like, yeah, he, he doesn't I mean, have
3: I, I got my PS4 before you. So and I don't I don't have it. so, yeah. so you maybe I have you an d- idea of what you may have paid
1: for it. or <laughs> I, I have no idea. I don't yeah, think okay. it's a super expensive game. I think it's normally only like 10 bucks. It's Good. a it's a pretty you know, it, it is you a know, pretty it's... simplistic, you know, arcade game for sure. But um, I don't know. It's just really well done. The one thing I will say, I know we always save the music for last. I would say that's definitely a shortcoming. Although it does get better as you like the, f- progress the very the levels. first
0: levels track. It just seems a bit. It doesn't seem like a first level track. And then as soon as you made it to like the second stage, like we were all like, "Oh, this is a good track." So it may have just been like that. We were kept dying too quickly. You to
3: earn get to the, the good, good music. music. Yeah,
0: yeah, but it is always the same song though, which does
1: seem like it. Or like the same build or progression, like as you get from each, I guess we should call more zones than levels because it yeah. is like continuous. But like, yeah, there's like little gaps in between and like it does shift the vibe a little bit, but it's always zone two is going to have the same music zone three, same shift. So yeah, it's like it would be 30 nice.
3: seconds, though. Like, it's yeah, not, yeah. It's, it's not the end of the
1: world, but it's it is a little generic. Like, but one thing that's nice about the PlayStation four is I was able to just sync up my Spotify, turn the music down in the game and just put a, pull up a playlist that I wanted to listen to. So
3: and uh yet you don't think you'll get the PS five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: <I'm
2: a
3: bitch. laughs> Too early to get We'll see. To that. We'll get
1: yeah, we'll we'll get there when we get there. Um but I think that's that's really all yeah. on that unless you two had anything more to add. Nah
0: just a fun party game. Love it.
1: Yeah. I'm Got excited to, to play definitely more definitely want to play more, yeah. Yeah, for sure um well john why don't we talk a little bit about uh the world next door which is a game that you and i both picked up on sale recently mm-hmm. i know you've put in a little bit more time than i have i've mostly kind of played through the like opening tutorial stage and like a, a little bit beyond that you know just a handful of levels but this is kind of like a uh you describe it
0: yeah. <laughs> you've played more than i have so so yeah it's it's a the I don't know. It's it's a the core me- game mechanics of the game is a puzzle game. It's like kind of a match three, uh, but not in a uh,
1: not in a traditional sense. Yeah. Like you're you're actually controlling like. Well, I, I would say the core part of the game though, more than anything, is like the visual novel kind of yes. aspect of it. That's definitely like the framing device for this game, which is something that doesn't always interest me. Like I, I just. I like to have a little bit of gameplay there. At least at least when I'm sitting down to play a game, that's just like the the mode I'm in. When I'm booting up my switch, I want to play a game. So the when I saw that this game did have like a battle, like a puzzle battle mechanic, I was like, oh, this seems pretty interesting. And you're you're controlling a character on like a grid of all these different like glowing like neon tiles that are all different colors. So there's like yeah. red tiles that are associated with like a fire attack or yellow tiles that will electrocute the ground if you activate them. And like John said, it's like a match three. So like or three or more. Mm -hmm. And the only other thing you can do other than where they populate is like you can grab one tile at a time and then pick it up and kind of tether it to your character and then swap it to another tile.
0: And like the difference in like how they control from like a traditional match three or any puzzle game really is that you are a character that is moving on top of like it's it's still like a like 360 degree motion of like uh, an isometric uh, view of top down perspective where you're walking over the tiles and trying to match them, and there are enemies who are also walking and trying to match those tiles. or uh, They're just trying to attack you. I think they use the tiles as well. I guess I haven't paid
1: enough attention. I know when we played the two, they did, which is cool. They added in like later, after the game came out, they patched in a two-player versus mode mm-hmm. uh, for this puzzle battle system. Unfortunately, not online, but it's local... Uh, uh versus and we tried that out and at least for us we were definitely using the same playing field i'm not sure i guess i yeah i haven't paid enough attention
0: we were definitely the the thing that i really liked about the versus mode was that like we were there is a split second where you are able to activate the same rune that you like the person is on so there were a couple times where you know we're like dashing around and like we both activate a healing rune at the same time but then like one of us gets off and activates like the electric rune and that makes the other person like pause in their track so they can't make it to the next one. So I, I, I think for me, at least like, I think the puzzle game is kind of a short uh, coming for me. I, I'm not a huge fan of how the combat is incorporated mm. in it. Um, but I think with, like a lot of that was fixed when we were playing the versus mode. Uh, because I think like playing, a, you, they typically have you up against at least two, uh, AI characters and, It's a little bit hard to, like, multitask in that you're, you know, dodging enemy attacks while still trying to organize a rune board, but, like, not have the rigidity that you typically have in a, like, grid-based game where, you know, you're just selecting tiles, so you still have to move around on top of it and arrange it. And for me, that just felt a little clunky, but... At least when it's just you and another human, and I think that that mechanic works a lot better. And especially when you're both interacting with the runes and trying to race across screen and make sure that, you know, the person who's like right next to you isn't trying to get those at the same time you are. But yeah, like uh, the visual novel aspect of it is actually what I have really drawn for. And I think I'm going to continue to just keep playing this game because I like it as much as I do um it's a viz media games or i think it's a viz is just the production company but uh viz media is the uh like anime and manga uh like uh english translation uh or not developer uh distributor um in america so like i know them from like oh that's the people who put out full metal alchemist when i read it off that or like i'm a big anime and manga fan so like I knew them from that so I was really surprised to see like this game uh, made by them that wasn't anything like that is a traditional like shonen jump property or like manga series that I'd heard of before but it is very much like uh heavily influenced by you know graphic novels it's uh like that has a huge story element that you know kind of plays off like uh I actually it reminded me a bit of uh Night in the oh. Woods where you know that's all these it's a it's kind of like a high school drama but you're uh you're a human character that uh during this festival you like win a lottery chance to go over to this parallel world that yeah, everybody knows exists as like the representative from the humans and you just get to hang out with your friends that you know we're talking online with and then because you're teens you like wanted to go to the shrine that you was off limits and you trespassed and you stayed a little <laughs> too late and the portal closed and then you woke up some like ancient evil as there at the temple yep. and yeah you know teen stuff <laughs> Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, it's, I I just think it's a really charming game. And I know I, uh, when I first started playing it, I drew the comparison to like Tokyo Mirage sessions, the fire emblem and, uh, Shin Megami Tensei crossover for Wii U, uh, that one of the things that I really liked as a device, uh, in that game was that they had, uh, like just phone conversations and text messages that you could read and you know the way the game frames it is sort of like you know the choices that you make like you only have uh, like three people that you have the time to message at the beginning of each day so you kind of choose who you're building relationships with and there's a huge cast of characters that you know you know, all have different personalities so like and then th- in addition to the, like, you know, growing relationships with them um, outside of the like battle system, you can also take in, I think, only three characters to each dungeon. So once it, it starts off with you only have like access to four characters and then that slowly builds throughout the game. But I think that the story is really charming and like the characters are all really well developed. And I, you know, I'm focusing on the characters that I like that are based off of, you know, tropes and series that I like, but I could absolutely see myself playing the game again and just trying to see what, you know, all the other conversations are. And I think that that's a, a strong selling point, even if like the game aspect, like there is an assist mode. So like I basically turned on or turned on the assist mode so that, I just don't take damage during battles and like just kind of I'm sitting there arranging (laughs) rooms and they're there all the enemies are doing zero damage to me and I'm like all right and it's done but uh there was a a thing that they started introducing in the second dungeon that I honestly kind of wish was the like mechanic for all the whole game where they have these puzzle rooms where there are no enemies and you're just trying to Arrange runes in a specific way uh, that there's like a set of this is what is like on the field to start with, and you just got to get it, solve it, and put it in the right way or the most optimal way. And those ones I like because I think that that's uh, just a I don't know. I like when there's a set solution to something and I can figure it out. Um, but overall, yeah, I, I like the story of the game, I like the look of the game, I think it's really charming and yeah yeah I, the style
1: is definitely what caught my eye initially and then i was like oh it looks like a visual novel and then I, like i said i saw the puzzle aspect and I, I for me i'm a little less critical on that than you are i definitely feel like there's there's are some balancing issues on that battle system like you said it's, it's just kind of tough to like manage everything that's going on and and the you don't feel like you can like set up these sweet chains of combos like you you it just doesn't have that super satisfying feel that uh, that a lot of the puzzle games that we've talked about on this podcast in the past have. Um, so I, I will say, yeah, it's a, I'm not as critical as you are on that, but I, but I do think it's lacking a little. But but I yeah, I'm sucked in like the story is really charming. It's pretty funny when it wants to be like it's not trying too hard to be funny, but it's like yeah. a, witty is probably better. It's not like laugh out loud hysterical, but it's just cleverly written. Yeah, the characters. There's good like voice acting we were talking about oh, where wow. it's more like. They're not they're not like reading all the lines there. It's almost it seems like it's just like a made up language. Like you yeah. keep saying "Rikosovo" all the time, <laughs> <laughs> like in in any context you can imagine. So it, I don't know. It seems kind of cool. There's just like a very select, limited number of like barks and expressions and stuff that just kind of.
0: It adds a little bit of liveliness to the thing without having it to, like, you know, dedicate, you know, we're saying every line and every language that we're translating this into. It's, It's nice. It actually,
1: yeah, it has, like, some expressiveness as opposed to just being, like, these stale line readings of everything, so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm having a good time. I ha- like I said, I haven't played anywhere near as much as you, but I'm I'm planning on playing some more as well. And I do really like that framing device, like you mentioned on like the cell phone and the texting and stuff. Just and just the
0: way it's presented is like really yeah. clean, really nice. When you pull up your like phone as the menu, like it's a cracked screen. So yeah, it just it it's lots of little nice touches. That yeah, are cute.
1: <laughs> it's it's a nice package for sure. Um. Well, I guess we just had one more game to talk about uh, for this week, and it's just a short wrap up, uh, partially since Randall missed the last episode and he's played some before. And uh, I guess DJ inspired John to play a little Doom or more Hell than a little yeah. Doom, but to play mm-hmm. all the way. <laughs> through yeah, Doom right. Yet again. <laughs> so but why don't we start with Randall on? Uh, I know you haven't you didn't play necessarily recently, but did you have any uh, any thoughts that we didn't uh, weigh in on on the last just episode? Just that
2: Randall thinks Doom is good.
1: <laughs> and, and Chex Quest. And Chex Quest.
2: And Chex, Quest. <laughs> Chex Quest is also good. People should play Chex Quest. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's probably not possible at this point. Unless you have something that can oh, run I bet like that there's Windows a 95. Or, probably not even 95, honestly.
0: No, I, I think I, the 95 was the first computer that oh, my family owned, and we definitely ran All around right, that. There
2: you go. Go <laughs> so buy a box of checks Inside will be a CD. <laughs>
0: A a box of checks unopened from 1995. (laughs) Well, I
1: I am curious to hear where you're coming from on this one, Randall, because I I know uh, I think I mentioned on last week, too. But like with John and I, we we don't play a ton of first person shooters. And I know you're more in the same camp. And DJ, does; it's not like his main mode of gaming or anything, but I would just say he plays more of them than we do. But I I play like John and I were talking earlier, probably could count the number of first person shooters we played on one hand. So There's not much there for me, so like the fact that you're also into this one is like I I feel like I just I need to pull the trigger. (laughs) No pun intended. Pick (laughs) this one (laughs) up. I
2: agree. (laughs) Yes, you should. It's it's fun. It's just it is you you take the original Doom from whatever ninety three whenever that came out and Mm -hmm. basically uh, add all the modern touches and put it out today i think it would be very much like what we got with that doom game and it's it's just so satisfying it's so fast it's very focused on doing what it does very well which is like in your face action that risk reward that you guys talked about uh last (laughs) week the last time like that's a huge gameplay mechanic that you kind of just constantly oh shoot i'm almost out of ammo let me get up in this guy's face uh shoot him so they like highlights that yellow color which is great like visual feedback for the gameplay go up do the melee attack where you rip off both of his arms or whatever the hell you do (laughs) (laughs) Um, which uh, yeah and, and as folks know i'm normally not into super violent graphic things but for whatever reason in doom you just kind of know that's what you're getting into so it's 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 okay and it's demons ultimately it's not as much people yeah it's it's, it's, it's stylized enough yeah
1: yeah, it's self-aware we i think we talked about that a little it's like knows how over the top it is for sure Mm
2: -hmm. um but like that and then like around the well-designed levels finding these secrets and upgrades like the gameplay loops that they have that work with each other just kind of keep you just propelling forward and it, i didn't beat it but like just talking about it makes me want to play more of it well it worked for john yeah. apparently <laughs> so
0: <laughs> yeah I, I started uh after we talked about it i started a, a file up that was I, a dj you finished it on uh hurt me plenty jeez, oh, yeah, which is which like is the normal n- mode yeah. yeah and i so i had originally beat it on oh i forget what the easy mode is called it's like me a little <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, it's something cutesy about you know being lollipops and stuff but uh yeah I, I started it on hurt me plenty and uh it actually like completely changed the way i played the game because like i i don't know because i had played it on the easy mode that before like i re- it was in my mind that i didn't want to die ever so i was getting into situations where i could and so then I just had to like back off uh, and like play way more conservatively and more calculated. Let, you, let yourself die, man. I died so a like, lot of times. Uh, no, like so like that stigma at least like was making me like play, completely change how I played the game. So then I I just started over on easy. Uh I played through like maybe four levels before I was like, nah, I'm, what really made me enjoy this game was just like tearing through oh, levels yeah. and like that. Uh, so like I, the a difficulty that I kind of changed for myself on my next playthrough was like after a couple levels of like, you know, trying to, you know, unlock all the items or 100% and like find all the secrets. I was like, you know what, I'll just find I'll do all of the objectives a 100% each level once and then move on to the next one. So I didn't replay any levels. I didn't go back and try to like grind for weapon mods or anything. So I went through and like that was actually a really fun thing because like i would get like you know like a quarter of the way through a level and i realized like oh i haven't checked what any of the objectives are and i realized it's like oh man there's only like so many of this type of enemy that i need to kill in a very specific <laughs> way so then like that added a nice little wrinkle to it and like even by the end like the game like does a really good job of like given you opportunities to do everything for weapon mods and like uh side missions that i was still i fully kitted out all of my favorite loadouts by the time i reached like the final boss so it was uh such a satisfying like uh i cannot recommend this oh yeah enough like just running around doing rune trials which was nice i mentioned like in like our thread that i was like really grateful that i had played and at least in the first playthrough like certain rune trials like hundreds of times so that i could finish them on one go on this time i was like wow i really did ingrain this into my muscle memory because i hated it so that's much. wild
2: i love how they introduce the new enemies too every time you encounter a new enemy oh, for the yeah. first time it does like that zoom in and it's like it's very cinematic everything about the mood yeah. of this game they just nailed that too
0: yeah, like the, the incorporating the cutscenes into the actual yeah. gameplay, where it's like, ah, it's it's just a like perfectly crafted. It, it is. Game. It's very like, good. I love it.
2: Very interested to see how Doom Eternal turns out here. That should be coming out, I think, nah, early twenty twenty.
0: I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah. And especially since like it looked like they added like a sword. Oh, okay. Which I little halo sword. Right. Yeah, I'm very interested to see all that, but. uh I know. I, I know. I uh, asked DJ what his favorite loadouts on that game were, but do you remember what your uh, guns of choice were? It was, uh, I mean, the equivalent of oh, you were asking him. Sorry. Well, and you, because <laughs> yeah, my mine was like Goss cannon yep. with the. I, I went with the siege mode where you could just move around. I know that you went for like the zoom in. Yep. But uh, and then I did like chain gun as the auto turret, uh, and then super shotgun. Those were my three
3: go tos. And when I initially got the chain gun, I was assuming I'd use it a lot. I really didn't use it like at all. I I did the 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 assault rifle or whatever, which isn't that strong. But like, I I don't think that there's that Too, like, I really liked so
0: I know, I know that like the super shotgun, like at least like I I like the fact that they have introduced multiple versions of weapons that use the same ammo. So like, shotgun and the super shotgun use the same, and you can choose whichever one you like more but yeah like the plasma rifle and the goss cannon i think like as soon as i got that goss cannon
2: i was like Mm -hmm. never using plasma rifle ever again i can't remember uh, i I can't remember the names of what i use i definitely like the up in your face weapons a lot more than yeah far away just based on the way that that game worked i just wanted to be as close to groups of enemies as possible and just like keep that momentum going
3: yeah, I feel like my default when going through a level for the first time would be like start with the shotgun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I feel like I need something better, switch with yep. that. Yeah, same. Such
2: oh yeah, kid.
3: yeah. <laughs> I think I think you
1: guys sold me. Like, not I'm not gonna buy it right this second or anything, but I, I'm I'm gonna definitely keep my eye out for a sale. I on got this it one on Switch.
0: If you want to spend an hour and a half downloading, <laughs> 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 downloading the patches and updates,
1: <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I definitely want to check this one out because I, I love that arcadey feel, oh, and yeah. it seems like this is just fully embracing that and stripping away all the like. Even you're saying the cutscenes, you know, aren't even in. Like they're just yep. in the game. They're not yeah. like a. Oh, here's a cinematic that you have to watch for three minutes. You know, it's just here's a quick thing. You know, even I think we talked about it last week. The game, the way the game opens, just right into the right into the action, right off the bat. Yep. So
0: yeah,
1: I'm uh, this one's on my radar, as it should have been a long time ago. <laughs>
0: from 2016 so that's right. doom 2016 <laughs> is
1: a little known game called Doom. <laughs>
0: this well. indie developer Bethesda.
1: <laughs> all right well another game that we've all had on our radar for a while and that's going to be our game of the month for the month of november although i shouldn't say all on our radar because i think john has played a little bit of this one but uh we're going to be playing baba is you which is a puzzle, top down puzzle exploration kind of game. I, I guess I don't really even know much about it. I've tried to keep myself
0: no, I've seen trailers and stuff, it's, but that's all a I've great ever seen game to go in knowing as little as <laughs> possible. And even if you know basically the mechanic of it, mechanics of it, like it does a good job of just like throwing you into it. So I think it's a it's a great game to not look up a ton. Or at least look up enough to, so that you know what it's about. And then, yeah, see if it's up your alley. But yeah, yeah, that, but yeah otherwise... it's, a, it's a good puzzle. Great puzzle game. I'm into yeah, it. I'm Let's excited it.
1: to, I'm excited to check this one out. And I, and it's one that I've kind of needed the nudge to play because it seems like one of those like heavy brain teaser, head scratcher kind of games. And I'm like, you know, I, I just sometimes need the nudge to actually boot that game up. So yeah, I think we can pretty much wrap it up there though this week if you guys are feeling good.
0: Yeah. Mm hmm
1: cool <laughs> well, <laughs> thanks for tuning in to another episode of Pursuing Pixels and uh, take care and we'll catch you next week bye 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 We're yeah this is the i was gonna
3: go to the end of the oh, to okay. baba okay. You. oh yeah, we okay yeah. yeah forgot we have to announce sorry yeah just another game
0: that has been on your radar <laughs>
2: <laughs> also id software is the developer of doom guys <laughs> fine whatever whatever
1: <laughs> i know i was so mad when i said i think i said that on the last episode too and i was so mad at myself <laughs> oh well